Hello everyone and welcome to Celtic Preacher podcast number 80. One of the things that Jesus does is he tells us things about ourselves we either don't know or we've forgotten. And he likes to remind us of what's truly important. And he often criticizes teachers and leaders and people in places of influence and power and authority who get it wrong. In fact, I would say Jesus criticized the religious leaders of his day more than anyone else. That would be the clergy, the pastors, the priests. He corrected these religious leaders more than anyone else. And his correction was always this, it was always this one thing that annoyed him to no end, and it was one thing. The leaders continually missed the point in regard to what was truly important to God. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? The ones who taught others, the clergy, the ministers, the pastors, the priests, the ones who taught others missed the point. They missed the point. You know, the litmus test for all spiritual growth, according to Jesus' wisdom, is, are you learning how to love yourself and love others? Because that's what it looks like to love God. Are you learning how to love yourself and love others? Because that's what it looks like to love God. Because if, you're, if, if our spiritual life isn't moving in that direction, for whatever reason, then according to Jesus, we're off track. Because the kingdom of God, which is basically Jesus' phrase for God's reign, R-E-I-G-N, God's reign in the world, um, is, is always about learning how to love well. Which is why he called us the salt of the earth. Yeah, that was one of the one of the names that he has for us. Matthew five, verse thirteen. He says, "You're the salt of the earth. You're the salt of the earth." He said in Matthew five, "You're going to have to do an awful lot better than the scribes and the Pharisees. What we would say, the pastors of the day, or you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. You're never going to understand." my way, my ways in this world. Matthew 5, 17, part of the great uh, Sermon on the Mount, one of his famous teachings. And it's like Jesus is saying to these religious leaders of his day, you're, you're just off track, you've missed the point. You've made it all about rules. You've made it all about rules. I mean, this has happened down throughout the centuries. When churches make it all about rules, they've completely lost uh, track of what's important. It is not about following rules. Jesus would say, you've taken scripture and, and if, it's, if you understand, if you correctly understand scripture, it brings light to people. In other words, it really helps people. God's truth, the scripture, is supposed to help people, not burden people. It's supposed to free people, not make people feel guilty for the sake of feeling guilty. Um, following Christ is not about following rules. It's about learning how to love yourself 
and love others and that looks like that's what it looks like to love God and he said to his followers and that would include include us the present day followers when you do that you're the salt of the earth when you do that you're the salt of the earth now that's an interesting thing to call us but the salt of the earth but in the ancient times salt was used to preserve food because this is long long before the day of refrigerators right so salted fish was a common way to preserve fish so he's saying if if you correctly understand my teaching and what i'm saying and how i read scripture there's going to be a quality about your life that preserves and protects from decay your salt you are the salt of the earth now some of us have maybe never heard that before or we've never even thought about it but this is something that jesus is saying you're the salt of the earth now salt by the way this is this is what love looks like because this is this is often confusing for people love looks like protecting when he says you're the salt of the earth right love looks like protecting love looks like safeguarding preserving defending guarding it looks like that kind of care another way of talking about this is saying if you really care about something or you really care about someone or you care about a cause or you care about the earth or the animals or the plants or the children or the elderly or the poor whatever your heart lies when you really care about something or someone you can't help but want to protect and preserve it's how we're wired it's how we're put together love always protects so when he's saying you're the salt of the earth i think this is i think this is where he's I think this is one of the things he's meaning here when he calls us salt. Love always protects. St. Paul said the same thing in the famous love chapter in 1 Corinthians 13. He had the same thing. Um, love is always, always protects. Always protects. By the way, if you're in a relationship, could be a partnership, it could be a job, where you're not protected, that's not love. Love can be confusing for people especially when people are changeable and one day they're nice and then the next day they fly off the handle that's no protection anger isn't protection violence isn't protection whether it's violent words or violent action love always protects always protects so a simple way to assess a relationship is is this a safe relationship because when you're protected you're going to feel safe and you're going to feel secure and i mention this because people stay in unprotected relationships too long and they call it love it's not love it's just an, an unhelpful addiction pretending to be love but the scripture teaches and jesus teaches love always protects yeah love always protects your salt jesus said your salt you have capacity to protect 
You were made for this. It's in you. You were made for this. Now, again, when he says you're the salt of the earth, what's interesting is, and this is similar to last week. Remember last week, we looked again at the Sermon on the Mount. We looked at that line, blessed are the meek. And he was talking again to us, blessed are the meek. He didn't say go try and be, be meek. He says, he kind of states a reality when he makes these statements. He's, he's stating a reality. And it's the same thing here. He's saying, you're the salt of the earth. He's not saying, go try and be salt in the world. He's not saying, go try and, and be a, a, a protecting influence in the world. Not that that would be a bad thing to say, but that's not what he's saying. He's saying, let me tell you something about yourself. When you are in line with me in my ways, and when you truly get what love looks like, and you start to live into that, right? You start to live into it. You can be sure that you are the salt of the earth. When you're about the business of the kingdom of God, that was his phrase for, you know, bringing God's uh, reign and influence into the world. When you're about the business of the kingdom of God, when that's your prayer, or your heart cry. When your heart cry is, God, I want your will to be done in my life, no exception. I want it in every part of my life. I want it in my home. I want it at work. I want it for my family. I want it for my future. I don't want to go off on a path and just choose something. I want I want your leading and your direction. I want your influence in my choices. When that's the heart cry, you can be sure you are the salt of the earth. Anytime we're open to the leading of God, and this could be like, I don't know, 15 times in a day, right? It's not just a one-off thing. Anytime we're open to the leading of God, anytime we're open to changing direction, because maybe we got it wrong, or maybe we're off track in some way, we're always led back to being a protective force for good in the world and for those around us and those closest to us. So if you, if you have decisions to be made and you're wondering, well, what, what should I do here? You know, which way should I go? And Jesus comes along and calls you the salt of the earth. You can actually live into that identity. You can begin to live into that new identity. In other words, when Jesus, when Jesus tells you something like you're the salt of the earth, you can use that identity as a guide when you navigate through the complexities of life. It's like you're reminded of who you are. I'm salt. I protect. This is how I love. This is what love looks like. What, is, what does love look like in this situation? And then you follow through, right? It's kind of like a guide for living. Being in the world. What does it look like to be salt in a relationship that's faltering? Now, it doesn't mean that you stay in an unhealthy relationship. 
right? Maybe you need to preserve yourself because you're going under, right? So maybe you need to preserve yourself. Or what is what is being a protective influence in my company look like or in my business? Or what does salt look like with my children? Or in any group that you belong to? Or your church? Am, am, I, am I protecting? Well, if you are, that's what love looks like. Jesus says, you're the salt of the earth. You have what it takes to protect what is dear to you. That's what he's saying. You have what it takes to protect what's dear to you. There's the, there's the prayer. There's the heart cry. Yeah, there's the heart cry. God, help me live into this. Help me act into this. Who you have called me to be. You say, I am the salt of the earth. Well, thank you for joining me. You've been listening to Celtic Preacher. We've been looking at Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Join with me again next week for another episode.